0: Welcome to the Movies Past and Present Podcast. It's March 21st, 2019, and this is episode 15. I'm your host, Stanford Clark, and I'm podcasting from the crossroads of the West in beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. Just like my blog, moviespastandpresent.com, I'll be providing recommendations, commentary, and reviews about current and classic cinema. Thanks for tuning in, and let's get started. All right, new in theaters. I wasn't able to do a podcast last week, sorry about that. So here are a couple of films that opened last Friday. First up is Wonder Park, which is an animated family comedy from Paramount Pictures. I have seen, you know, haven't seen this film. I've seen the previews for it, uh, and as you might have as well, and it's about a theme park, some kind of a very imaginative theme park that gets created by a little girl named June. And here's the official synopsis. When the park of her dreams needs saving, only June's imagination can bring it back to life. Honestly, I haven't really heard anything good about this film. I think the reviews have been kind of, you know, uh, middle of the road or mediocre. The one thing I do know about it is that the director of the film got ousted partway through production. Uh, He uh, was I think involved in some of this Me Too stuff, and and uh, so that's a a bad deal. And he wasn't replaced, so this the film has no director listed in in the credits. So clearly a troubled production, and. Um, Again, just maybe not the best film. So Wonder Park is rated PG by the Motion Picture Association of America for some mild thematic elements and action. Also opening last week was the film Five Feet Apart, which is a drama from Lionsgate. It's directed by Justin Baldoni. This is another one of the latest series of what I'm calling the teen health crisis films. uh, Following in the footsteps of The Fault of Our Stars, and fil- films like that. So Sick Teenagers Fall in Love. And uh, this one stars Haley Lou Richardson and Cole Sprouse. Haley Lou Richardson plays a character named Stella. And Stella is every bit a 17-year-old. She's attached to her laptop and loves her best friends. But unlike most teenagers, she spends much of her time living in a hospital as a cystic fibrosis patient. Her life is full of routines, boundaries, and self-control, all of which is put to the test when she meets an impossibly charming fellow cystic fibrosis patient named Will Newman, uh, who is played by Cole Sprouse. So there's an instant fl- flirtation. though restrictions dictate that they must maintain a safe distance between them. As their connection intensifies, so does the temptation to throw the rules out the window and embrace that attraction. Further complicating matters is Will's potentially dangerous rebellion against his ongoing medical treatment. Stella gradually inspires Will to live life to the fullest, but can she ultimately save the person she loves when every single touch is off limits? What I have heard about this film is that it's really bringing to light uh, you know, the, har- the hardships of cystic fibrosis and, and, and really increasing awareness for, for cystic fibrosis, which I think is a, you know, very, a very good thing. And also, what I had heard the director say is that he thought it would be really interesting to explore a teen romance where you pull the physicality out of it, and and uh, again, that these two characters have to stay five feet apart for the whole for the whole film. So, Five Feet Apart is rated PG-13 by the Motion Picture Association of America for thematic elements, language, and suggestive suggestive material. Uh, Now opening in theaters this Friday, we've got the film Us, which is a horror film from Universal Pictures. It's written and directed by Jordan Peele, who's the same guy that brought us the acclaimed horror film Get Out a couple of years ago. So Us is set in present-day Northern California. It stars Oscar winner Lupita Nyong'o. She plays a character named Adelaide Wilson. And uh, she and her husband, Gabe, who's played by Winston Duke, and their two children return to uh, the, the beach childhood home uh, of, of Adelaide, of, of, you know, again, this character played by Lupita Nyong'o, uh, the, along with their two children, and they're going to have an idyllic summer getaway. So the synopsis says, haunted by an unexplainable and unresolved trauma from her past and compounded by a string of eerie coincidences. Adelaide feels her paranoia elevate to high alert as she grows increasingly certain that something bad is going to befall her family. After spending a day at the beach with their friends, Adelaide and her family return to their vacation home. When darkness falls, the Wilsons discover the silhouette of four figures holding hands as they stand in the driveway. Us pits an endearing American family against a terrifying and uncanny opponent, doppelgangers, of themselves, so it's you know super creepy. Uh, I've I i do not know if you've seen seen the trailers for this or the commercials, but oh it, 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 again, it's 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 a horror film, so it's a pass for me. Uh, Us is rated R by the Motion Picture Association of America for violence and terror uh, and language. So those the three films again two from last week Wonder Park and Five Feet Apart, and new this Friday Us. Classic Cinema Corner got a couple of updates for my TCM Essentials viewing project. Uh, I watched the great romantic comedy It Happened One Night. It's from 1934, directed by Frank Capra, starring Clark Gable and Claudette Colbert. Hopefully you've had a chance to see this movie. I've seen it before and I of course I just love it. And it's it's just so worth checking out. It's so charming. Uh, so perfect in its execution I just is it's, it's really really a great film. The uh, author of this of this TCM essentials book you know that I'm that I got my list from, Jeremy Arnold talks about how it happened one night is also one of the first screwball comedies. You know those comedies from the 1930s that were good fast talking, dialogue, kind of madcap, comedic action, and, uh, you know, always just kind of crazy and and fun. It's saying that it's really the first one, and it paved the way for other films like My Man Godfrey uh, from 1936, and then Bringing a Baby in 1938. Bringing a Baby, I think, is probably my favorite screwball comedy that stars uh, Catherine Hepburn and and Cary Grant, but anyway... It happened one night, added to your list, just, 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 just a charming, wonderful romantic comedy. Then, uh, and that, I will saw that on TCM. Also on TCM, I watched Singing in the Rain, which is on the TCM essentials list. Of course, is just being one of the greatest movie musicals ever made. And, and, uh, I would concur with all the accolades that get heaped on, on Singing in the Rain. Singing in the Rain was co-directed by Gene Kelly. Uh, the star of the film, and Stanley Donen. Stanley Donen was uh, a, a dancer and a choreographer, and uh, he sadly passed away last month at the age of ninety-four. And really, he was the last living director from the golden age of Hollywood. So, so uh, now he's he's uh, passed away and onto onto bigger and better things, but TCM had a had a tribute night to Stanley Donen this week, uh, honoring his his uh, really wonderful body of work. Uh, they played an interview that he did with host TCM host Robert Osborne that uh, that was done in two thousand six, which was fascinating. I was able to watch that, and then they showed uh, five. Of his musicals that he directed, Donnan also directed some some uh, romantic comedies and some dramas uh, later in his career. But he he was directing musicals really at the peak of the Hollywood musical in, in the uh, in the nineteen late nineteen forties and nineteen fifties. So the films that they showed on on TCM were Singing in the Rain, which I was able to watch, uh, On the Town. Seven brides for seven brothers, royal wedding, and it's always fair weather. And uh, some of these, so I I've recorded them. They're also available on the TCM Watch app uh, through March twenty sixth. So just as a heads up, if you want to get have a Stanley and hit and watch some of these some of these great great Hollywood. Musicals, so uh, Donnan had had such an interesting uh, career. He uh, started. He he was a, a trained dancer, and late in his teens, with the blessing of his family, he moved from his home in South Carolina to New York City and uh, became a, a dancer in a Broadway show called Pal Joey, which was starring Gene Kelly. So that's how he and Gene Kelly met up, but Donnan really just always wanted to be in movies. He talked about it in this interview how, when he was a kid, his family, his you know his parents took him to see, Flying Down to Rio, starring Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers, and he was hooked. You know that's that's where he he decided he you know he wanted to make movies, and uh, anyway, so he 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 and Gene Kelly became friends and Donna became an assistant to Gene Kelly and then really became, you know, his, his production partner. And they co-directed singing in the rain and on the town and just had a, had a very, uh, creative partnership. Uh, in this interview, Robert Osborne talked with, with Stanley Donnan uh, you know that that, that that show I watched also that, that interview show on the Tribute Night. And there were a couple of dancing sequences that they brought up and I've put copies or links to these they're out on YouTube. First up is is a is a dance sequence from a film called Cover Girl which is from 1944 that Gene Kelly and Rita Hayworth starred in. And this sequence has Stanley Donen figured out how to how to do this and it's it's cool. So really Gene Kelly is dancing with, they refer to it as, as, as his alter ego, but it's like he's dancing with his reflection. He's walking down the street, he sees his reflection in a window, and then this reflection interacts with him and they have this dance sequence together. And Stanley Donen talked about some of the technical aspects of how they created this film, this <laughs> sequence. It was shot on a studio lot, and they, they shot it. It's you know it just looks like it's a downtown street like a street in New York City or something and, and uh, late at night. so the, so it's it's basically empty. And so they filmed it once with Gene Kelly dancing and then they covered everything so it was just Gene Kelly against a black backdrop. but he was in the same space and the camera had to make the ide- same identical moves to. So really, a technically demanding uh, endeavor, but the scene is the scene is really cool if you've never seen it before. So I put a link to it in my podcast notes on my blog. Also of interest, and this of course piqued my interest. Uh, Stanley Donan said he woke up in the middle of the night one night and he just she just said Gene Jean has got to dance with Mickey Mouse, and you know just because I am such a big Disney fan, I, th- I love the story. So Stanley calls up Gene in the you know after he woke up in the middle of the night saying Gene we you've got to dance with Mickey Mouse and they they were able to get into a meeting with Walt Disney and they explained what they wanted to do and Walt said you know let me okay let me understand you want Gene Kelly to dance with Mickey Mouse in an MGM production they said yes and you know they said Walt well, was very gracious, or Stan said Walt well, was very gracious, but basically said, yeah, no, Mickey Mouse will not dance in an MGM picture; he'll dance in a Walt Disney picture. So, anyway, uh, that didn't happen, but it, it it planted a seed, and they they created a, a sequence where Gene Kelly danced with Jerry the mouse, as in Tom and Jerry, and this sequence was put in the movie anchors away in 1945 and it's it's so charming so again i was thinking wow that would have been cool if if uh, gene was able to dance with mickey mouse but i guess jerry mouse would do and and also particularly since jerry mouse tom and jerry was an mgm owned (laughs) property but that i put a i put a link to that also in in the in the blog podcast notes um Last up on on the podcast notes to Stanley Don received an honorary Academy award in 1997 and he gave the most charming acceptance speech that I think you'll enjoy. So I put that out in the podcast notes too. So, uh, and it was wonderful that Stanley Don got honored, got honored in, in that way. So, TCM showed five movies also as part of their Stanley Donnan tribute this week. These five movies are going to be available on the Watch TCM app through March 26th, but also would be worth checking out if you can find another copy of them somewhere. Or again, they, you know, they show up in, in, in pretty regular rotation on, on, on TCM too. So the five films were all Stanley Donnan music, directed musicals, Singing in the rain, on the town, seven brides for seven brothers, royal wedding, and it's always fair weather. I've known with royal wedding, that's starring Stanley Donovan's idol Fred Astaire, so he he got to he got to direct, you know, the, the guy who, who got him interested in movies in the first place, and it has some pretty amazing dancing sequences, in particular the one where Fred Astaire dances on the ceiling and uh you know stanley Don talked a little bit of that with robert osborne about anchoring the camera to that rotating set and how they were able just to pull that off it is it is such a delight so i hope you'll check out royal wedding if not if nothing else for that particular dancing on the ceiling scene in front of stare beat lionel richie it. i just i just have to say mm-hmm. uh you know after the popularity of the movie movie musical started to wane uh, Donna reinvented himself, and and re- started directing some other really interesting types of films, uh, romantic comedies or romantic thrillers. He directed *Indiscreet*, stars Cary Grant and Ingrid Bergman. Um, *Charade*, which is really one of my favorites too, with uh, Audrey Hepburn and Cary Grant, and also a film i think it was a credit more critically acclaimed than than just than a popular film but two for the road starring uh, audrey hepburn and albert finney which is really an a, a, an interesting treatise on on marriage so uh, anyway uh rest in peace stanley donan and thank you for uh, you you're just your your wonderful and inspiring work for recommendations this week uh, I everybody should go see uh, to Kill a Mockingbird, it's the you know the 1962 adaptation of the beloved novel by Harper Lee, but this film is going to be played on the big screen uh, in theaters across the the U.S. thanks to Fathom Events and, and Turner Classic Movies. It's the March entry for uh, TCM's big screen classics series, so they this To Kill a Mockingbird is going to be uh, in theaters on March 24th and. March 27th. i put a link to the, it, to the website in, in my podcast notes, but just go to fathomevents.com slash TCM. And, uh, it will, it'll give you, you know, you can find uh, a theater near you that's playing to kill a mockingbird, uh, both on Sunday, March 24th and Wednesday, March 27th. If you haven't seen it, go see captain Marvel that's still still playing in theaters of course and and uh so much fun just fun fun time in the movies and then uh these stanley donnan musicals you know watch singing in the rain and and give a shout out to stanley donnan for for uh creating such great work and for bringing bringing so much joy to the world Thanks so much for listening. Again, links and more information about all of the movies discussed in today's podcast can be found in the podcast notes on my blog at moviespastandpresent.com. Hope to see you at the movie theater. Thanks again.